This is Grown Up and Grounded, a podcast about growing up and being a grown up, about getting grounded and staying grounded. In today's episode, we talk about knowing your parents, Kate's fandom, it's a little intense, reunions, and exercise. Join us, two women, a mother and a daughter, talking about everything. Hey, how's it going, Mom? I'm hanging in there. Just got off work. Oh, fun. Yeah. Nice. It is nice. It's nice to have a job. (laughs) Until you have to go to it. (laughs) (laughs) Getting the paycheck's nice. Like, once I'm there, I love it. But I'd really rather stay home. Yeah. I can feel that. I think that's the consensus with most of the world. Yeah. I have a couple things on the agenda today, but do you have anything that you wanted to talk about outside of that? Not really today? Not really. I'm just uh, going with the flow today. (laughs) I love it. It's my easy day. Yeah. Were you off today or no? Yeah, I'm I'm off today. Nice. Yeah. Um, One of the things I was thinking about was like how well does one or can one know their parents? Like, don't, I feel like most kids just kind of go through their life and it's like this whole section or whole period of before they were born that they don't really know that much about. And mm-hmm. either their parents really talk about it or they're really curious, but there's just like this whole chunk of a parent's life that you're like, wow, I didn't even know my mom did that. Or, or you never know. Mm-hmm. Unless you're reading journals or something after they die. I don't know. That's morbid. But. Yeah, kind of. Kind of dark there. <laughs> I went dark. Yeah, I agree, though. I think that that's true for a lot of people. Not necessarily true for everyone, but true for a lot of people. Yeah, I, I feel like there's definitely a whole chunk. Like, my dad will every now and then tell stories about different things. But you definitely don't really think of your parents as like high school students or like there's definitely lots of periods where I don't know that much. I mean, he'll tell, he has funny stories about when he was in high school, but like as far as just that time period is kind of lost to me. Mm-hmm. Even, even his childhood growing up, there's just little bits and pieces. Like I do know little stories about my mom's life before when she was younger. I know it was hard, but I don't know a lot of detail. What things do you remember about like stories dad and I have told you before you guys were born? Uh, well, I think that I know more about you than about dad, probably. Um, I feel like I know about your life before us pretty well, though. There's a good, a pretty good amount of things that I've heard about. I've always been pretty curious. I mean, I've always asked you, like growing up, asked you questions about stuff. Um, so, I mean, I know you lived in the Philippines for a while, um, I know, I mean, I know where you lived and I know you got pregnant at 15. I know all about that. <laughs> I know that you were a cheerleader, right? One year. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not like a cheerleader, mm-hmm. quote unquote, was it? But you did it. Yeah. Um, I probably would have kept doing it or at least tried to, if I, you know, didn't have a baby. Had in there. A, yeah. Um, I know you had a good relationship with your sisters. I know that you were religious for a time in there. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. 
Yeah, I think it's interesting. In my head, it seems like it's more than when I say it out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I think sometimes I think about it. I'm like, well, yeah, there's probably stuff that you don't know. Like if I really thought about it, like a lot of details. But I think it's hard to just imagine uh, your parent as not a parent. Like you see them as a parent when you're growing up. That's just the, the... model that they set they're they're the yeah and so imagining them as anything else like you can hear stories about their childhood but like really grasping the idea that they are these entities or they were they were these whole entities and had a life and you know had emotions that didn't center around you or things some i think that's hard for some Uh people Uh or hard to even explain especially if it comes to like relationships like outside of your spouse relationship that you had the children with. Sometimes that's hard to kind of talk about Mm -hmm. like dating or serious relationships that you had in college or anything like that. It's kind of hard for kids to imagine that part of it too. Yeah. And I mean, you, yeah, you, I mean, you had me pretty young relatively. So I, there wasn't like that much of your life before I was around either. Like some people who have their kids, you know, in their late thirties or forties, They had so, so much life before that, which is like even weirder to grasp to me. You know, I just missed out on you being a teenager. Uh, And being fierce in my 20s. (laughs) You had me when you were in your early 20s, though. I know. I wasn't really fierce either. (laughs) It was just a joke. Um, I'm sure you were very fierce. I'm sure that I had my moments. I'm sure if your dad told the story, um, it would be that I was fierce in my mini skirt trying to snatch boys. With your red nail polish? <laughs> yeah, with my red po- nail polish and my mini skirt. Yeah. Because uh, those are the things he talks about when he talks about me before we dated. <laughs> He's really a weird guy. <laughs> Like a, I was just out attracting men. But maybe I was out attracting men. I mean, I don't see it that way, but maybe I was secretly. I mean, I was a single parent. Who knows? Or, I mean, maybe you were trying to make him want you more. That sounds oh, more believable to me. Under control. <laughs> he's going to get upset. He's like, do not talk about me on the podcast. Yeah, well, screw him. I know. But then he then he has days where he's like, do I get to be a guest? <laughs> so, you know, oh, never man, know. That would be a disaster. Oh, you think so? I think it'd be kind of fun. So people could really get out the full I mean, it would effect. be fun and funny, but it would also be a disaster. You'd have a lot of work to be editing later. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think he might be so nervous that it, it, it may not be that way. Hmm. Interesting. I'm not sure. Something to think I about. guess we just have to find out. Yeah, we'll have to do some recordings and see. Yeah, one of these days. Everybody's going to want to be guests. That's what yeah. I think. And then we still have to get today and Becca on here. I know. My sisters are going to want to share their story of living with the brats, baby oh, sister. Geez. No, no, no. <laughs> so back to knowing your parents. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I think that it's interesting. I don't know if you just reach a certain age where you're kind of interested in that or if mm-hmm. it's even hard to grasp. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I think a kid's natural inclination is to be like, how did you and dad meet? Mm-hmm. You know, what's your love story or whatever? And those kind of things. But like, 
not really so much like what kind of kid were you in high school? Did you have friends? Mm-hmm. Were you an outsider? I mean, I'm sure sometimes those stories come up, but mm-hmm. or, you know, what what kind of boys did you date? What was your relationship like with your parents? Did you keep a journal? Mm-hmm. What kind of things did you write? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. And I feel like that knowledge gap gets larger at other generations too, like thinking about my grandparents, your parents. I mean, I don't think that I know really anything about their childhood, you know? Mm -hmm. I think sometimes it's a, it's a generational thing in that they think that's not really what you want to hear, Mm -hmm. especially if it's not all rosy Mm -hmm. because it, it could change your perspective on how you see them maybe even how you love them like even I can see even as a parent like being afraid to to talk about you were a jerk in high school let's just say or you you know Mm -hmm. you that that maybe you wouldn't look at them the same way or Mm -hmm. you know or even if you're working through stuff still as an adult like things that happened like how do you express Mm -hmm. this was hard and maybe I'm not the happy I don't know yeah I, I think I think that's interesting because you, when you do talk about it, you probably edit, self-edit in order to, to not change the person that you're talking mm-hmm. to's perception of you. Yeah. For sure. You don't want to um, kind of burst that bubble. Mm-hmm. And just as a side note, I never realized how much I say for sure until we started recording the podcast. And I say <laughs> for sure, like in agreement. I didn't really even notice, actually. Oh, every time I do, it's like a knife in my side. Like, stop saying That's that. That's so funny. <laughs> well, and it's hard when I'm editing because I hear myself over and over. And it's like, yeah. oh, not me again. Can I listen to someone else? <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if anybody else would really notice that. It's probably just you. Yes. There are certain things I said in the first episode that I like, had to count. Like, oh my gosh, I said that again. So the other thing I was thinking that I've been wanting to ask you about, and we kind of have talked about this before, but not really. Like, when did your love for, like, Okay, so I know that we watched Star Wars as a family growing up. Mm -hmm. Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I can remember us having marathons with the Star Wars movies, even the bad ones. Mm -hmm. And I can remember watching Lord of the Rings marathons. Mm -hmm. So when, like, do you feel like you just always liked it? Like, do you remember, like, when you started loving, like, those things? I mean, yeah, I think it's one of those things that I always always enjoyed I always liked I mean I went to all the Star Wars prequel premieres you know yeah, when I was younger and I should clarify there are no bad Star Wars movies there are just some that are not as good as others <laughs> I mean episode one's pretty bad well let's just not go there I I think I think in retrospect it's bad I don't remember watching it in a critical way. I was just so excited for it. I think, yeah. I was totally open to it. But now that and I, I mean, look I back, don't hate I'm like, it. oh, I can't even watch it. Why did I yeah, waste I mean, time it's, watching it's, that? Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I was excited. We watched them a lot when they were, came out and were new. Like, yeah, we were all really excited as a family. I remember that. So, I mean, yeah, I don't hate it. No hate, no shade, no anger towards Star Wars in any way. 
but yeah i think that i always i always liked it um lord of the rings especially i mean i remember like being obsessed in middle school um and like talking to my friends about them and listening to the Lord of the Rings soundtracks and stuff, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember like a defining moment, um, except for Marvel movies. Um, because I, I didn't read comics or anything, obviously, as you know, yes. um, growing up I have now, but when I was younger, I didn't. And so like when Iron Man came out, I didn't, understand at the time that they were building this universe you know i didn't right i didn't i didn't understand that it was that i was watching this tiny little sliver in this gigantic universe um so i i loved iron man like thought it was a great movie liked iron man 2 you know whatever um same thing with like thor like i liked thor again not really understanding 10 years ago i had no idea of knowing that it was going to be this what it is now until a couple of the movies had come out and um, one of my friends actually told me like we, you know, we were having a conversation about the movies and he mentioned some of the Easter eggs in one of them. I don't even remember exactly when it was. And I was like, well, tell me more. What do you mean? And he was like, well, in the comics, you know, they're they're alluding to all of these things that happen in the comics. And, you know, like, here's here's some information, like here's where they're going with this. And that's when I realized the full scope of what they were aiming for. And that's when I got super into it because I, I realized that it was this huge picture and I was only looking at these tiny little pieces and that really captivated my interest. And obviously now here I am 10 years later, just in love, obsessed, all knowledgeable, you know, uh, I like that you threw in all knowledgeable. (laughs) Okay. Not all knowledgeable, but I've, I've got my Marvel trivia down at this point. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to, I'll have to come up with a list of questions to stump. Oh, jeez. Okay. We know if we're going to ask me questions about anything, it's going to have to be Harry Potter. I mean, we know that to be true. I don't know. Grop might disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Uh, first of all, Second of all, I named the giant that was way more obscure that I'm sure no one else in that room knew the name of. So sorry I got confused and just named the wrong giant. That was a really high pressure situation. Okay. And obviously I know who Grop is, but I mean, do you remember who Carcass is? Because I do. I'll bet nobody else does. Thank Eh, you. I don't know. You're welcome. Exactly. (laughs) So who knows more obscure knowledge? This girl right here. Yeah, well, just for reference, that was a dig at Kate because when she was in, what grade were you in? Like fifth grade, fourth grade? Uh, no, I think I, I, I won when I was in sixth grade, I believe, and then in seventh was the year that I lost, oh, okay. I believe. So it was a Harry Potter local Harry Potter tri- Harry Potter trivia contest. And Kate was in him because she loved the book so much and got a question wrong about Grop's name. Like, who was, what was the name of Hagrid's Hagrid's brother? brother, Yeah, Hagrid's half-brother. Yeah. And I just named the, I just named the wrong giant. I I said carcass. It was a different giant. My bad. I'll never forget that moment. (laughs) That's why I knew you'd know my little dig. But I won the year before. I won the year before. Let's just keep that in mind. And the year before when I, the year that I won, it was 
books one through four, but then the year that I lost book five had just come out and I, you know, didn't have the time to read it as much. So I had only read it through like twice. How many times have, should we talk about what an urge or how many times have you read them all together? Oh, I have completely lost count, but one through four, I've in, uh, I, I've got no idea. Probably 20 something, 30 something. I don't even know. Hmm. I've read them the most for sure. I've read the second book more than any of those because that one was my favorite. Is it still your favorite? No, number seven's my favorite now. Makes sense. Which movie's yeah. your favorite? <laughs> Jeez, this could be an entire. Uh, this conversation is going to be an entire episode because I could talk about these movies forever because um, they're terrible. They're all terrible. I'm drawing a line in the sand right now. For everyone to know, all the movies are terrible. To all and, you Harry Potter fans that we just lost, it's okay. She just, uh, you know, in comparison to the movie, to the book, to the she can't separate the two. Not at all. Because the books were so important to my childhood and so <laughs> defining in my life. And they were really the first thing that I became mega obsessed with. I've become obsessed with a lot of things since then. But Harry Potter was really the first one. And I was so excited for the movies. And... I remember just going to the theater and just having all my hopes crushed because they changed so, so, so much. And before anyone tries to tell me, because this is always the response I get, well, you have to change things to adapt a movie to a book. I know that. I understand that things have to change. But there are things that shouldn't. One of those should be your main character's personality. Harry is a totally different person in the movies than he is in the books, and that's always really, really bothered me. And also on top of that if you're going to cut things out because you don't have time then you should not be adding things that never happened and would never happen and they did that they they added scenes that didn't further the plot along at all and if you follow the rules of the universe that jk established they wouldn't have happened in that universe so it just really irritated me that if you're gonna cut stuff out i can make my peace with that but don't go changing stuff okay, that yeah. need to be changed and don't right. add stuff okay, I'm no, cut you I, off. <laughs> no you could go on for an hour i know i, I know I, I know so i let me ask you like you're on reddit and tumblr and etc etc do mm-hmm. you do you feel like there's a big group of people that agrees with you no Is, no, not at, all. not at all. There are people that dislike things about the movies, um, but no one's willing to go all the way like I am and just say, screw them all. Hmm. I'm, I'm pretty alone in this. Yeah, I think Universal Studios also. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, with Harry Potter land opening, which, again, was kind of disappointing when I went. I was a little bummed about it. Oh, I and loved it. But you know what you're gonna do some people are right and some people are wrong and that's just unfortunately (laughs) you're on the side of the wrong this time around (laughs) well um i yeah i mean i don't have the affinity i love harry potter but i don't have the um dire heartfelt commitment that you do and so it doesn't I don't find it personally offensive that they possibly didn't do Harry Potter land to my specifications I mean it's not bad like I had fun when I went but there were there were ways that it could have been better very simple easy ways and you know had someone like me been on their staff it would have happened (laughs) but well if Disney had done it if Disney had done it it would have been to my liking I mean there are times Disney gets some stuff wrong I can't think of a time offhand, but 
it, it's not necessarily about getting something wrong, like in regards to the land to me. Right. It's about just the level of little details, you know, like, sure, it wasn't bad, but it could have been great. But they did have some little details that were really good, like moaning Myrtle in the bathroom was really good. Yeah, it was good. It was just good. It could have been great. Was good. Yeah, it the, was good. The purple bus that was good. The rides was, were good. It at was least in good. Florida. It could have been great. It could have been mind blowing. I could want to be down there every weekend, but I don't. Because <laughs> it wasn't what it could have been. Hmm. Yeah. Are there people online that agree with you on that? No, I'm really alone here. So, I'm not afraid to speak loud and proud. If anyone is out there, feels the same way that I do, you know, let me know. Cause right now I'm not seeing it. Yeah. Well, that's too bad <laughs> that you don't have like your people that agree with you, you know, in this, this deep, dark state. I mean, all in. my friends can understand. I mean, and there's people that think, you know, the movies aren't great, but they, you know, I, I can appreciate them for what they are. And I'm just not one of those people. Well, I think it's hard because the first one was very close the to one, the book the and first was, one was amazing. Great. Like it was like they really did a good job of bringing to life everything that was written. And, and then, then the after second that, one even wasn't bad. Like slip changed a little bit, but I I made like I was like this is okay. Like I I get, you know, you're adapting a book to a movie and you're going to change some stuff. It's, it's understandable. And then they changed directors and it's just Got real, real, real bad. Yeah, I mean, and the problem was I thought the last ones were really good, but they did change a lot of the storylines, so I can see yeah. your beef with that. Like, what it, it, if you if you never read the book, you wouldn't even know, and if you weren't even if you read the book, but you didn't commit it to memory, word for word, and feel like, like it was your life, <laughs> like it was your lifeblood, yeah. um, <laughs> then you know you could appreciate it. But otherwise, it was very. Um, well, I'm, I am actually surprised that there isn't a group of people that feel the same way as you do. Yeah. And I mean, that's, it's always my challenge. Cause you know, I, I like to look at stuff online, Harry Potter quizzes in particular. Like I always like to kind of keep my knowledge up to date. Um, but it's so difficult to find something that is just books and not the movies. Like, yeah, totally. almost impossible. Hmm. It's really I think you should start a Facebook page and a uh, Reddit thread about it. I have enough going on in my life. I don't think I've got the time to <laughs> deal with the hate that I would have spewed at me. Maybe not. Maybe that would be a place for you to find your people. The internet is full of people who are going to shoot hate. I mean, sure, I'd probably find people that agree with me, but let's be real. There'd be some haters. And knowing what we know about my personality, I wouldn't be able to just, like, let them go. Like, obviously, I'd have to debate with them heatedly online because that's always how you prove that you're a winner. Yeah. It... It's really hard not to, but I don't have an answer for that problem. It's, it's, I don't think that there is an answer. Yeah, I do. Actually, there is an answer. Don't go on Facebook. I don't know about your other things because I don't do any of those. <clears throat> but Facebook, I I like it, but um, for certain things, but it is hard not to want to scream at people that say really silly things. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like a crusader, you know? <laughs> but see, the thing is, so do they. <laughs> <laughs>
have you ever gone to any of your high school reunions? I don't think they've done one. Oh, that's weird. I mean, I'm pretty sure they would only do it at 10 years, which is oh. not till next year. Hmm. And I don't really think that I will or want to. Huh. I think I'm... You're good? I think I'm good. Yeah. I was just curious. I went to a couple, and then now I'm like, eh. I don't know. I go, and I don't remember people anyways. Like, So it's hard for me. I feel bad. That yeah. I'm, like... You know, and then I look different, too, so people are, mm-hmm. like, Trish? I mean, maybe just because I wear glasses now. I don't know. And I'm fat, and I was skinny then, so there's that. I mean, I don't I don't, I don't, don't see what good, after a certain point, I don't see what good going to high school reunion is going to get you. Like, what are you, getting, what are you hoping to get out of that? I have no idea. Exactly. Seeing old, I mean, I, I mean, obviously it's a thing. Seeing old friends, re- reconnecting with old friends, seeing how, like, oh yeah. Doesn't the internet internet make that a hundred percent more accessible now than it was before? Like, if you wanted to reconnect, you could do that. Totally. I um know that there are people that I see, like when I think about high school, especially since I I didn't go like to junior high and into in the high school that I graduated from. Like I would almost rather go to the high school reunion of the town where I went to elementary, middle school and, and some part of high school, mm-hmm. because then it would be like people that I knew for a long time that I would super love to reconnect with just because I, I don't go searching for people like that on the internet. Mm-hmm. And so that part, that would be fun. But I think about high school time and the high school I graduated from, like I had like a year and a half, two years there. And mm-hmm. so, so, I mean, I can remember there were some people that I like hung out with on grad night, which was at the very end of the year. And we became friends and we hung out that whole night, but I'm not exactly sure. I mean, I, I know who they are, but like, I don't know if they remember me. Like if I saw them, would I recognize them now? Would they recognize mm-hmm. me? Like, would we chat? Like it, so it's just kind of funny because like this like this moment in in high school life where I was friends with them, but then it wasn't anything that carried on. But then it might be fun to see them. I don't know, mm-hmm. it, but I guess I just feel like that those people that I <clears throat> graduated from with. My point is that there are like these moments that I had with various groups of people, but not necessarily people that I knew really well or were mm-hmm. etched into my memory. Mm-hmm. So. It's very, but I have thought about, oh, it'd be probably be fun to go to the other school's reunion so I could see some of the people that I went for years with, Mm -hmm. grew up with. Interesting. It is interesting. It is very, very interesting. But I don't, I mean, I don't know what I would get out of that either. It would be kind of fun to see how some people are. Maybe some of the boys that I had crush on in elementary school just to see like, (laughs) Uh, yep, the guy that was the cutest guy in elementary school is not the cutest guy now. Or, you know, like, I think that part's kind of funny, like thinking about like, oh, he was like the the guy that everybody wanted to date in high school, and now he's like not the cutest Nothing. guy. Yeah, that would be yeah. kind of interesting. But I'll just watch movies about it. I don't really need to have that happen in my real life. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think that I'd really get any get anything out of it. I want to get together with some people that I work with. That's kind of like a reunion. Like I worked with people like around the time you were born and before, like in my early twenties, 
Mm-hmm. Probably like from 20 till 24, maybe even 19 to, to 24. No, I would say 19 to 27, I guess. Mm-hmm. So like when I was pregnant with Becca or even after right after Becca was born, I guess, so that I worked with all through that time. So I haven't seen some of them in a long time. It would be nice to get it with them. Mm-hmm. We're friends on Facebook and we chat and I used to get together with a couple of them every now and then, but now life is so busy that, and you know, once time goes certain beyond a certain point, it's hard, but yeah. Yeah. Those are the people I'd rather see the ones from my twenties. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting that so many movies are made out of, about stuff about high school reunions. Like it's such a pivotal thing in, in people's lives, I guess. I don't know. I feel like it's on everything, like TV shows, movies. There's always, like, high school reunions. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of funny. Because I really don't feel that at all. That there are movies about it or that you care about it? No, no. Yeah, I don't don't feel that that pull at all. My friends, parents, they, um, they have such a a wide range of friends just this huge friend circle and I was always kind of blown away at the fact that they had been friends with some of these people for so long and from so many different places and how they had maintained this friendship through this crazy life that they've had you know I I, I just remember feeling like when I left high school and I kind of, you know, all those friends I kind of left behind. And then as I moved around and like, I, I remember feeling like, Oh my, my chances to like make keep friends for a long time through adulthood is past. Like I've, I lost my friends from high school. So I'm never going to have those friends that I've had forever. I'm going to have adult friends and then I'm going to have kid friends that so there's going to be like a line between the two. Right. Oh, uh-huh. But I remember seeing them with their, with, their huge group of friends some of them they've known since high school and some of them they met in their 20s through working and stuff that they've kept for this long Mm -hmm. um and feeling like oh like it's not you know it's not too late for me like i can i can still make friends with my coworkers and my friends now and there's a chance that those friendships can persevere i don't know you know it's maybe i can have friends for a long time and of course i do i'm still friends with emily who i've been friends with since i was a little girl so there's, it's, it's like I don't have friends. Yeah. It's just, it's like I'm this huge loner. But I, I do remember that feeling of like when I would go over and we'd all be there for dinner and another, I'd be introduced to another old friend. And I'm like, I thought I'd met all of them. How, how do you still have friends that are coming in and out of your life? I don't know. It's always just so funny to me. Like, wow, you guys are the most sociable people I've ever met in my life and I think that happens to the 10 15 20 years when you stay in the kind of the same area though right I think that helps for sure Mm -hmm. different things bond people you know like you have people who you know college obviously college roommates college Mm -hmm. friends yeah and some people have their high school friends that they stay super close with forever and ever yeah that's not me well, we talked. We covered that in, in another episode. All your friends broke up with you. <laughs> yeah. Does Facebook still have that where you can go and see a list of people you're friends with and just like unclick? Um, I think it's a. Li- there's like three clicks you have to do, but yeah, you can just you can get access a list. Hmm. 
I was looking at uh, Facebook yesterday and going through all the articles that I had saved. Mm-hmm. I, am I the only one that does this? Like, oh, I don't have really have time to look at this. I'm just going to save it. And I mean, I felt like I was going to be going through them forever. <laughs> but they have it now where you can at least categorize them. So I'm like, oh, so now I can use this as a tool, like save all these articles for certain purposes. Like, oh, mm-hmm. if it's if it's like I want to have this reference for my knowledge base or like I want this recipe, like you can categorize, you can put recipe, you can put a folder for like recipes in a cor- folder. For oh, that's like, cool. I didn't know that. I've saved articles, but I've never organized them before. Yeah. And so I have, cause I have some saved for topics to discuss in the podcast. So I was able to sort through and create a folder for that and create ones for like, there are a lot of stuff about fitness, like running that I save. And so I, I felt good about it, but literally I had, hundreds of stuff and now when you save stuff on marketplace Mm -hmm. um it goes into that folder too so it just Mm. my saved it was a little out of control but i was Mm -hmm. able to delete quite a few things i felt i felt like i had purged that's good (laughs) yeah spring cleaning spring cleaning and then i think that's why i was texting you about the iphone because one of the articles that i had saved was like tricks you can do on your iphone and i'm like i can do this and so i was like hey did you know you can do this (laughs) <laughs> I, I felt like everyone should know that you could do these fancy things on your photos. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, because they're like, it's hidden, right? And I think that was the title of the article, like hidden in plain sight tricks you can do mm-hmm. with your iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is right there. Like when you go into edit photos, there's like a more button and it has like, oh, you can do this. You can add text boxes and text. Mm-hmm. So pretty awesome. So awesome. <laughs> iPhones, iPhones are amazing. Are great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to get um, lenses for my iPhone. Did you know that they make lenses that you can add on to your iPhone? They have like zoom and wide angle. I only know because of you. Oh, I didn't know. I already told you this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when we were on vacation, you mentioned it. Oh, uh, that I wished I would have purchased them. And Yeah. I mean, the, the bigger problem with them is then you have to carry them around. So, like, I mean, you're pretty much going to have to either always have a backpack or a fanny pack or something to put your lenses in when you're on vacation so you can take pictures. You don't have to carry yeah. a, a big old camera, but you got to carry your lenses. Yeah. So complicated. Nothing's ever easy. <laughs> oh, some things are easy. Ice cream. Mm. Showers. I don't know. Mm, <laughs> not that easy. Oh, well, you're shaving. You're doing this all wrong. Um, putting on weight, I do, super yeah, easy. That's true. Yeah, so. It's it's not doing that. That's a challenge most of the time. Or losing it once you put it on. Yeah. Now that I'm on this exercise kick, it's it's uh, it's been a challenge for me. Let me We're, tell you. I feel like I'm doing these things and I want the results to be immediate. And it doesn't really work like that. Mm, we're calling it an exercise kick. Yeah, I don't know how long it'll last. I'm, I don't believe in myself enough to feel like this is going to last forever. Like mm. this is going to be a new thing. You should do this thing with me. I've been trying to find someone that w- would want to do it. What is it? It's it's called the Whole Life Challenge, and it's basically a game. I don't know what the, I don't know that there are any prizes other than you develop good habits. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're like, there's no prices for getting Yeah, that. I don't know. <laughs> but you you sign up. Well, that's the problem is you sign up and it costs money, which I don't know why it costs money if there are no prizes. Like, what mm-hmm. do I get? But I 
I haven't looked through the whole thing exactly, but basically you get points for like when you work out, when you eat healthy, when you drink all your water. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the 30 days, you're trying to have a certain number of points. Mm-hmm. That's all. I mean, it doesn't sound very exciting, but. I mean, I could, I, I, I need, could make something like that work, but I need yeah. some motivation to get to the gym. This is my problem. I have lots of ambition. I want to do it so much, but not mm-hmm. enough drive to actually get out of bed early and go to the gym. Mm-hmm. It's an ongoing problem in my life, really. But, yeah, uh, I feel that. I have tried to come up with all different scenarios to make this work, and I keep falling flat. But we did start our podcast. That was on my list of things to do, and so I can't call myself a complete loser. Yeah, we're still doing something. Yes. But I don't know. Maybe I should text you when I go out. What time do you usually go? Uh, there is absolutely no usually in this at all because my work schedule is so all over the place. Mm. I mean, this is... I have no idea. Um, last night I went out at like eight o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow I open. So I'm probably going to head out from, I, I've been, instead of napping after I open, I've been going and exercising and then just going to bed early so that I can get a good night's sleep. So I'll probably go at like two o'clock in the afternoon tomorrow. When you go out, are you just walking in your neighborhood? Mm-hmm. Walking slash jogging. If I'm feeling extra ambitious. Mm doing crunches in my apartment because I'm trying to get my abs back. That's yeah, there, there are a lot of things you can do. I probably have a saved article I could send to you. Yeah, well, I don't think any of them are going to give me abs by tomorrow, so no matter what, I'm going to be frustrated. No. I want. I literally want my results to be immediate. Yeah, so does everyone. That's why there's this thing called plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what I need to do. Maybe that's the answer. Oh, I think about it all the time. I mean, and then there's like, but you're this age, like, and you're a grandma. Just be pudgy. It's fine. Get over it. <laughs> what difference does it make? So I can't. Yeah, I don't really, know. I, I don't know either. I mean, there's nothing a little Spanx and just claiming to be old just covers it all. Right? It's, I think so. <laughs> I mean, how am I... I could be the fit grandma, but I mean, isn't it more cuddly for my grandchildren to cuddle me when I got a little pillow in my belly? I mean, and your, your grandson seems perfectly happy. So exactly me on the other hand. Yeah. I mean, he's like, auntie, get some abs. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Getting a little flabby. Yeah. There. Yeah. Speaking of grandson, mm-hmm. like I say, I want to get out of bed early and then I'll get a FaceTime phone call around 6 a.m. And I'm like, I got to get off the phone. I need to go back to sleep before I have to go to work instead of like (laughs) using that and getting up out of bed and going to work out. What is wrong with me? Uh, I don't know. You should you should go to sleep a little earlier. Maybe that'll solve the problem. No, last night I just couldn't sleep. I don't know Mm. why Uh, there's there's a hormonal thing that like certain times I just can't sleep. And last night was one of them. Hmm. Uh, That's rough. It, it's it's horrible. I need to get one of those like that people have to track the menstrual cycle and just track stuff like that. Like when I can't sleep and headaches, so I can like tell when it's going to happen. So I, I'm a little mm-hmm. better prepared and I take a nap or something. Mm-hmm. It always throws me off guard. 
you know, when you have a hysterectomy, it's just hard to remember, like, or keep, you know, you have to find a way to keep track of that kind of stuff because you don't have the visual reminder. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Yeah. 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 But I should be able to tell, like, right now, like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, right now, I'm breaking out, and I wasn't able to sleep, so it's kind of, like, duh. But Mm -hmm. I don't know when it's coming ahead of time Mm -hmm. because I don't have that reminder. So I need to to download a new tracker or something like I would if I had a cycle. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Old lady stuff. Yeah, I don't really know anything about it. Well, and the funny thing, I think I was just talking to someone else about this. Like, here's what happens with menopause. Like, you hear stories, right? Like, you've heard them. People get crazy. You know, everyone in the family will be like, avoid mom. She's in menopause. She's Mm -hmm. grumpy or whatever, right? You've heard those stories. Yeah. I assume. So what happens is there are moments where I'm a raving lunatic and I, because I'm angry or whatever. And then I second Mm -hmm. guess myself, like is this really worth being mad over or am I just like overreacting like hormonally? Like I just mm-hmm. start like questioning. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just weird. You know who doesn't have to answer those questions? Men. Yeah. They're allowed to just be as emotional as they want to be without anyone thinking that they're just crazy. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, mean, I think you should never second guess yourself. And if you're feeling an emotion, there's a reason for it. Well, 100%, but, like, my level of response to that emotion is is sometimes, like, obviously, if I'm having a moment, like, maybe I'm overreacting, then maybe I am overreacting, like. I don't know. I don't know maybe either. Not. And those are the fun parts that you get to question, so. Yeah. But, look, you've got, like, at least 40 years to wait for that, 30 years. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's that question. Am I being a raving lunatic or not? I I'm inclined to say the answer is typically no. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, you have seen me when I've gone into one of some of my rages, so you know, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> True. It's so funny because dad and I travel so well, but there's always at least one big blow up and then we'll be fine. Like we could drive in a car across country. Like I would never question that. Like if, if he and I could do it, but there would be a moment, there would be a blow up. And then what's that? Fine. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think your blow ups are that bad. No, they're not. But I mean, like there's going to be a moment, which okay. I guess is typical anyways, but yeah, it's pretty but. normal. One of the first things we ever did um, before we were, quote unquote, dating was drive across the country. I needed someone to drive with me when my grandma passed away and dad drove me with me. When was that? Mm, like 1986, maybe? Oh. Seven? What year did you graduate high school again? 84. Hmm. So it was right around there. Mm-hmm. Sad that I can't remember. It wasn't that long after high school you guys got together, though, was it? Um, it was after my 21st birthday, because I had a date with someone else on my 21st birthday. I know that. So there's that. Hmm. But I think, like, right after my 21st birthday, we finally decided to be serious. Like, actually mm-hmm. date and... Not be in love. Like, yeah. Yeah. Let the world know. 
not not be sneaking around scared that people would judge or whatever. I don't know what was going on. We'll have to ask him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because that was all his deal. I didn't really care. But yeah, we, we had a long road trip. Good times together. And you guys were fooling around even then, I assume. I'm not saying anything about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there's some funny stories about that, though. Maybe someday. About the road trip or about you guys fooling around in secret? About both. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. Kate here. Hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. We're having so much fun sharing our conversations with you. If you'd like to pass along some ideas or feedback or maybe even some great conversation topics, feel free to visit us on Facebook or on our website, grownupandgrounded.com. Thanks so much for listening. As always, we're going to give a shout out to Dave Depper, who provides music for our podcast. You can check him out at davedepper.com. The song you're listening to is Can Can Number 2. You know, no one's like, man, I read this Facebook post today and it really made me rethink my life. That's why I think we're on different pages. Yeah. So oh, I'm glad this conversation's recorded for posterity. <laughs> well, I'm going to get some good bloopers.